Hobby Streaker, stripping down your hobby to its bare plastic. Hey everyone, welcome to the Hobby Streakers episode 7, finally. As always, my co-host, say hi, Liam. Hi, Liam. <laughs> I'm JG. Um, so, let's uh, address the elephant in the room. The reason we have not been recording for the, well, last week, uh, and I, you probably, if you're here, you probably saw my post on Twitter. Uh, my wife uh, ended up at the emergency room on Sunday. Um, they said gastritis, and we went home. And then the next day, she started having quite a high fever, so we went back, and they started getting really worried. And she got admitted <laughs> to the hospital. And basically, septic shock, her gallbladder tried to kill her, um, and so they removed the gallbladder, she fought the infection for a few days still, she's still on antibiotics, but she is back home since Saturday, and so, yeah, so, it's just, let's just say it's been eventful, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. She's out of the woods, she's okay, she's recovering for this, from the surgery and the infection and everything, and so, yeah, um, quite an eventful few days, let's just put it that way. Anyways, so, a few weeks has passed, Liam, you're on 1,405. You just passed the 1,400. That is freaking awesome. That's just awesome. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I passed 220. I'm at 226. Yay! <laughs> it just sounds so ridiculous next to your school. Almost Anyways. a quarter of the way to your thousand. <laughs> well, no. It, I mean, it's getting there. You know, it's and I and and even with all this and and well, I think it's a it's a good segue to go into, but. Um, even with all this, I still managed to keep my hobby streak going. Uh, I have to say that uh, I had a few boxes of Stargrave that really helped. Yeah. Because it's uh, just Snape put stuff together to make cool little dudes and aliens and whatever and whatnot. And I mean, I, I did the, my medic while I was doing it I ended up doing with the the blah, 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 the head that looks like Zoidberg you know in Futurama <laughs> I thought yeah. that was really funny because I'm like yeah that's gonna be my medic <laughs> um, but anyway so yeah so those kind of helped uh, in what I did this past few uh, weeks and so yeah um, like like we said in the, the like the very first episode, it's good to sit down and just do something. Something to take else. Your mind off yeah. The, the stress yeah. Of them. Yeah. Uh, so well. Anyway. So, we, we, and I'll go over everything that I've that I've done and the stuff that I've done especially. But um, today I gonna 
paint this dude, which is the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, really cool sculpt, really dynamic. Um, I mean, I don't know if I can reach my the first instance of. Oh yeah, here we go. So the first instance of. Spider-Man that they did, then they did, uh, and when I say they, I mean uh, more um, Atomic Mass game for Marvel Crisis Protocol. So the first one, a pretty stoic pose. Um, it's got a web shooting out of his hand. That's me adding. I don't remember how I did this. I think it's just. Uh, some super glue and something else but anyways uh and then the next one was a lot more dynamic which is mr miles morales jumping over a newsstand so that one was pretty cool too and the new one i mean the new one is just i mean yeah he's swinging it's spider-man swinging around um a giant tower which is actually the deli plant, the deli bugle. It's a piece of the deli bugle, and with a big explosion at his feet, basically, and he's swinging around. And I mean, yeah, it's you can see the pro this is this is what's cool is like you can see the progression from from the first the first Spider-Man, which was in the core box, and this yeah. dude, like, yeah. Even just the sculpt itself, uh, the details and everything, I, I think it's going to be a lot easier to do than the previous one. Uh, anyways, so I'm going to They're consistently to... knocking it out of the park on oh, their models. Yeah. It's, it's... And, and we'll go over the, the latest news that they've done, but I mean, it's just, yeah, it's nuts. What are you painting? You have seen that you already started, and you're already yeah. well on your way. Well... On the on the show notes, I put a couple of options down because I didn't know what I was going to do. So my my options were finish the uh, the annihilators, or start putting colours down on some of these uh, vindictors. And I realised I'm really tired, so I'm going to do the easy bit. All right, and so what's the easy rather bit? rather than try and do edge highlighting? While I'm tired. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Alright. So, I, I did, uh, started four of them a few days ago. So there's four over here on the corner of my laptop that have got their blue on already. So, okay. it's just working out where I wanted to put the main colours on those. So just doing the rest of this unit. So I've decided to build them as a ten rather than two fives. Okay, so that's for your. Uh, does that so make I'm a big difference? I'm these boys blue. Does that make a big difference in the in the game uh, itself? In, in the game, that just means that you're instead of paying, pull a random number out the top of my head, uh, 120 points for five, you're paying 240 points for ten, and that that just means that they're in a bigger group, and if you're good buffing a unit there's more people to receive the buff okay yeah I see alright well they're, and they're I... battle line so 
I've just put down four reds, and I still don't know which one I'm gonna use. God damn it. So flat red, scarlet red, bloody red, gory red or bloody red. It's my basically what I have. What did we paint or do in the last three, three weeks. weeks? Holy schmoly. <laughs> Uh, well, you had one pretty big project, no? Like you had your uh, what's it? I can I can never remember. I, the I'm, I'm going to make you think of it of what it's called. Because I mean something, that kind of vague, something vaguely... chariot something something. <laughs> no, it's the damn it. I'm in a vaguely mischievous mood this evening for some reason, so I'm going to make you. <laughs> I'm going to make uh, you. Remember. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to remember. And uh, uh, give it clue. It begins with an M. Something engine. M. Uh, mo. Mo. Modis. Mor. Mor. Mortis. Mortis engine. There we go. Cool. Is that Got so? It. And that's the your uh, your book thing, right? The well the. Is the, is the main last, piece, the last piece of the... Yeah. The well, last piece of the death side of... Yeah, this the is what Mortal, I was going to say, because you, sh you should get the other one also for the Stormcast, right? Uh, he is due... What is that one going to be? shortly. Who is that? That is the the Celestant Prime is going to be the... Okay. The final um, one for the Stormcast, and he's well. There we go. Display already got the base. There we go. Okay. It's one of the last issues was Which is, just oh, just base. base. Okay. The base for the Mortis engine and the uh, base for the Sanderson Prime. Okay. Cool. So yeah, he's he's a large guy with really big wings and lots of swirling robes around him, and. He wields Sigmar's hammer, and he's he's one of the, the lords of the storm hosts, in that he doesn't fit into one of the storm hosts specifically. He goes where he's needed, okay, kind of thing. So you can paint him up. He's a special character that you can paint up in whatever color you want. So he's not he's not like specific like you were saying um yeah the the new guy like they were showing yeah. it and that was specific to one specific faction or whatever mm -hmm. that one can be the the Sarston prime goes where he is needed right. well, there was a, a that's better is campaign it? book a couple of years ago where that um he turned up at a, a battle, and as he arrived, his armor changed color, literally to match the the color of the, the people he was he was going to fight alongside. So. Oh, so that's a good that's a good way of being able to, to do that. Okay, cool. All right. So, so he's coming soon. I'm. It's like the first time in several deliveries I've actually been ahead of ahead of myself. So that's nice. I'm back nice. on track. All right, so uh, taking the opportunity to get some of the Dominion stuff out of the way. 
because as we'll come to later, I've got more toys on the way. Oops. So yeah, apart from that, let's just scroll down to remind myself what I did. Yeah, um, I finished a unit of decimators. Mm -hmm. So they're the same kind of tier, I guess, as the, the annihilators I've got on the desk. They're in that they're paladins. Okay. And they've got giant axes that they walk around and hit people with. And yeah, I I finished the two units of long strikes that I had. Alright. So it's not actually been a particularly busy three weeks. Well, it's because the that that thing stuff up was pretty big. Anyway. I mean the Mortis engine took me about a week. And that's yeah, what just by itself, that was a pretty big piece, so it's understandable yeah. that yeah. Yeah, and I was trying some new stuff on that as well, so... Well, yeah, so... Me, whew... Jeez. you got a big list. Yeah, well, because I kind of... I tried a whole bunch of stuff. So, um... My Infinity Defiance, I started... Basically assembly priming... Of a whole bunch of them. Uh, I think about, like, 30? Yeah, about a twenty something maybe. So I assembled them, which already was uh, weird for me because I never did metal before. So that was quite an experience. I might have talked about it last time, didn't I? I don't know I if I had you, already. I think no, you you. You got the models out and you mentioned that you were... I was going to start... Se Semi-apprehensive about starting the, the metal stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, metal stuff, yeah, still... Still not sure. Yeah, it's not the best, is it? I don't like super glue. So, <laughs> that did not help. That I had to do everything with the super glue. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of my first issue that I had with it. That was yeah. Uh, and then, so mold lines not so much, but flashing, ugh, all over the place. So cutting little pieces of metal that are sticking out and all this is just, uh, yeah, it's just a pain. As someone who's come up through like the early and mid two thousands workshop sort of stuff, when half of their stuff was plastic and half of their stuff was metal, and some of their stuff was both, I feel your pain. But I have to say, the details on the models is pretty good. Like it's really good. I actually ended up painting one. Uh, which is, I have no idea what her name is, but, uh, I mean, like, the details and everything, it's really cool. And this is what I was saying, that I wanted to wait for them to be primed to actually, like, properly appreciate how they are, 
because the the just the shininess of the thing makes you like uh yeah <laughs> like you're not sure how that will pan out you know like you're you're not sure to like you actually see the all the details and everything it's it's weird well and maybe it's just maybe it's just me you know like uh you know it 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 might just be because I've never done it before and I'm not used to seeing metal models but it just looked they look weird when they're metal like this <laughs> so yeah but again once primed really happy about it um, Corvus belly I mean their miniatures are just awesome now this guy sorry got a little I've got, apparently I've got a, a metal miniature that laying around on my desk that I haven't primed yet. So what? Who's that guy? That is a Norscale Warlord for Gripping Beast miniatures. Alright. And I have, I mean, I had a bunch of... So I did the Nick starter. And so I can, well, of all the other stuff that I did... Um, I did some, uh, what's it called, Stargrave, and so mm. when Stargrave came out, they did a Nickstarter, which is kind of like Kickstarter, except that the guy that runs uh, Red Star Miniature, his name is Nick, so when he runs, and it's not, alright, it's a pre-order, like he doesn't, so he's actually making fun of Kickstarter that use, well, of the company that use Kickstarter to basically make pre-order, yeah. so he does a Nickstarter on his website, and what they do, oh, did I not... Did I just... I think I stopped recording. Well... No. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, so probably there's going to be a cut in my uh, me painting this guy. Uh, so yeah. So... He does the Nick starter. Which means that... Basically... Um, you get all the packs and this one is troopers mercenaries uh, and the last one is a crew and then he adds more stuff as they the more uh, order he gets and so we got a few additional miniatures um, metal ones from like other line but that would fit with Stargrave uh, we also received some knolls so one one knoll sp sprue and one cultist sprue because in the game you can have uh, either tribes like uh, primitive or whatever 
and you can have cultists and pirates and things like this so basically you can take your nulls and everything and make them into a proper uh, like a not a like a a militia type thing or whatever but they can so yeah so he added those in there and I don't remember I think a die in there too and and everybody like as you has he got more orders he just added more stuff to the order basically and so yeah, and, and I thought I thought that was pretty cool and uh, yeah and so I hadn't touched those in well since I got them which was quite a while back and uh, since yeah I didn't feel like doing much then I uh, or starting painting those. Now the other thing that I did because um, my, I wanted to print the rack for my GW paints which I'm finally completed well so I started printing it and it's starting looking like crap and so I needed to just do something else and so I uh, decided to clean my printer and when I cleaned my printer I realized that the nozzle was screwed uh, and then the, the tube that goes basically the filament goes through a tube into the nozzle so that it can be extruded the extruder is on the top and then pushes the filament because it's not a direct extruder my my printer so anyways and yeah so I'm like ah oh, let me cut the tube and I cut the tube and then I realized that I already cut it before so that tube was uh, way too small now so I order a new tube which came in into a pack which was really good because that was uh, like it's five I think so I have plenty for the next few years because I don't change it that often uh, and I bought some new nozzles because I realized that I was running out of nozzles so that was another one another thing that I did and then I uh, finally printed the yeah, finally printed the rack which is much better it gives me so much more space uh, so yeah before that I designed some base for Infinity Defiance I decided I was gonna try to make some bases and so I designed a few bases and I've printed a few of them and I think they came out pretty cool so that was another thing those are printed in resin um, so yeah I had fun doing that it's been a while yeah. since I designed anything on the well I designed the rack but uh, yeah so I was I was pretty happy with those and if you're on our discord uh, you might have gotten the the file already I will see I don't think I've put the GW one I need to modify it very slightly uh, but yeah other than that that was fun to do finished uh, finished some uh, MCP models you've got here as well yeah uh, so that's two, 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 two. 
So I worked on Omega Red, which I think is a really cool model. I'm not quite done. I need to finish the base a little bit, but I think, yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. I like him. It's nice. So I did that. I finished the base on Luke Cage, Sin, and Falcon, which I painted last time during the, during the stream. So I finished those. I started on Carnage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carnage, the thing is, so all his weird black veins sticking out should yeah. be painting black. And so, yeah, I need to basically paint those black and then go back on all the reds that are in that is in between to just re-red it <laughs> re yeah repaint it yep. red so that's gonna take me forever so it and it's something that i need to do when i'm feel like doing minute work yep. which i wasn't feeling lately so i'm like i i did it one one night and then i was like and hey, no <laughs> It's going to have to wait. Um, because, oh, yeah, yeah you did just... have some nights where you, you go, right, I need to get this done. You start doing it, and you're like... Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's just too... I mean, I, I'll get into that state of mind where, where I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine, and I'll do it, and uh, and it should be and it should be okay. But, yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it, I think. <laughs> uh yeah yep like of all the stuff that yeah so what do what did we try so i tried well like i said metal minis um and making sci-fi based i had done before some uh base for curse city and they are on my etsy and i might modify those because of what I know now and I will talk about it when we get into the 3d printing uh, the 3d printing um, section but yeah uh, now I started looking also uh, a lot of alternated sculpt because so there's a few companies out there uh, Darkfire Design, Legion Miniatures, Skullforge, and Nuclear Firefly, to name a few, that will do MCP, so Marvel Crisis Protocol, uh, alternative skull, sculpt, like, and you will have characters that are not out yet, like some people have done Abomination, uh, they've done, they've done all the what if, I don't know if you've seen that on Disney Plus. Yeah. So all the what if? So you've got, and so they cannot call her Agent, Car well, Captain Carter. So they call her Agent London or something, you know, like. <laughs> and so all the names are like this, and it's just legally funny. distinct, distinct character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's still her, and you know, and so they did the the what ifs, all the what ifs up till well even the last one with the zombies and everything so they've done like most of them you you can already find those um some also have done like loki 
female Loki from from Loki, uh, and they've done like alligator Loki, <laughs> so you can have alligator Loki and stuff like that. So it, it's it's funny, it's uh, it's really funny to see. But yeah, so they've done that. Let me grab Mr. Spider-Man because I think I screwed up. Yes, I did. Ah, shoot. Anyways, so they're doing those, and then they're doing also. Star Wars, so either of models that have been hinted, well, that, that have been, you know, like, the oh, this is coming out soon, and so they've done those already, like um, the Wookiees, so they've done some, just some Wookiee sculpt, or they've done, like, the Back Batch, which is also on Disney Plus right now. So they've done a few of those or also where uh, yeah so it's pretty interesting to see some of them are really good some of them I'm not eh, not that fun of. some of the characters like uh, they've done a Captain America with the shield and the hammer and he looks chunky which I'm not a big fan of but yeah, I started looking at those. There's a whole bunch of them, and I'm thinking I might just grab a few. But eventually, I'm just right now. I'm just keeping an eye on it. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty pretty interesting. They've also done the Hulkbuster. They've already started doing that, which which I thought was funny because I'm like, yeah, just that just was announced just now. <laughs> but some people have already done it way before just to have it but yeah so yeah that's another thing that i've tried what about you uh so first of all i did some freehand on <laughs> the mortis engine yes i saw that was nice so it's got a little book at the front which is being supported uh on a lectern made out of a skeleton that is merged into the, the overall bone structure of the main carriage so I've had a couple of people who aren't necessarily like hobbyists that I've shared that with and they've, gone, they've looked at that and they've gone that's metal as fuck that's awesome so yeah uh, the book on the front of that is just blank pages on the, the model so they, uh, the magazine had some like tips of how to, to freehand text oh, and cool. stuff onto that. So I was like, right, okay, Let's give it a because go. Because I would have, I would have done like a print on paper, super tiny, stick it in there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would not have done the freehand. Right? That's so that's pretty I, cool. I, I got my finest detail brush. I watered down some paint and I made sure that I was just using the tip and braced my wrists together and my elbows on my desk and all of that good stuff. Uh, I have a hand tremor that gets worse when I try and think about doing complicated things. So that was a, a real mind over body moment getting that done and I only really slipped once on the the big 
So I did two sort of like big symbols in red and then mm. I had lots of text in a, in a darker, it's technically a dark brown. So but I only slipped once from what I was trying to do. Is, uh, oh, man, that's pretty good, man. Calling that a win. Definitely. And apart from that, since last time we talked, the Warhammer Plus is out. Yep, it is. So I've been on the Warhammer Plus having a look at that. Did you do the three months or whatever, or you actually subscribed to get the model oh, for uh, a year? No. I went for the year. I was like, oh, right, cool. I might as well. So, so what's cause... your take on it? The the animations. Mm -hmm. There's two animations on there at the moment. Okay. So they put the first three episodes up of their anthology animation called Hammer and Bolter. Okay. Um, they're various stories that are currently all three uh, 40k flavoured. Okay. Mm, the, the animation style doesn't really do it for me on those. Okay. And they're about 15, 20 minutes long. All right. Uh, there's another se ongoing series on there called Angels of Death, which right. is actually good. Oh, okay, cool. So that's, I think the next episode is up tomorrow, so that's four episodes. I think they're like 45 minutes each. Oh, um, yeah. They're full CG. Um, and but the Angels of Death is really stylistic in that it's mm -hmm. black and white okay. and red. Oh, uh, I, I think I've seen some footage of it, yeah. Okay. Like Sin, so, Sin City kind of thing? Yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. Yeah. But like, everything that's red is, is red, uh, but everything else is black and white. Okay. So it follows some Blood Angels space marines. So they all wear red armor. Oh, so, so they got red accents they, and everything. They pop so on the. It did pop. So they pop on the screens on the screen here. Cool. It looks really good. Uh, the only bad thing to say about like both the animations in general mm -hmm. is that there's no credits. Yeah, I've heard about that, that they don't credit at all, like, who's the animator or whatever, like, yeah. I found that weird. So, looking at it, I was like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of their thing, isn't it, now? Like, even sculptures. Yeah, I mean, for, for the last few years, like, all their books have gone produced by the Games Workshop's design studio in Nottingham and just not had who's written them in. Yeah. And same for like all the models. I don't think there is any where who's the sculptor is. Uh I don't think so anymore, no. So it's like yeah. when I got into the hobby, you'd you'd be able to get a catalogue every year and it'd list oh, all yeah, the models yeah. and it'd have sculpted by Mark Bedford, sculpted by Jez Goodwin. Blah blah blah. 
next to it, so... I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. Um, yeah, it's weird. Well, there and this is there, there's the whole debate of well talking about intellectual property that we were saying is has to be distinct. Uh, you know, yeah. it's not Marvel. Uh, yeah, there's been this whole thing about a lot of creators just going, eh, yeah, I'm gonna stop before I get sued because they know that they're just doing it way yeah. too well. Because they're not even, like... It's not even they're sculpting something from scratch and then blah, blah, blah. They're just ripping it off completely. <laughs> and so it's like... Yeah. And then people get upset. And I'm like, well... I've... Back in the, back in the days, I had my own company. And, and we had a thing. And we had a patent. And it cost a fortune to... You know, to to have anything that intellectual property to be saved, well, to be not even saved, to be, you know, just making sure you're not gonna get it ripped off by anyone, um, cost a fortune. So I mm. understand that they want to protect their IP, and, and and they all do it. It's just to a certain extent, and uh, and I don't know who was talking about this, and this is something really really true which sucks but you know they're like yeah well if one day they go oh this is a little mom and pop shop and i don't want to you know i don't want to give them a season this season blah 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 then somebody else is gonna come and be like hey i'm doing this and then they're gonna be like well we're gonna sue you and they're gonna be like well why didn't you sue this guy back in the day and and that's what people don't necessarily understand they're not fighting the small guy because they're like, oh, yeah, they're fighting the small guy because they're going to win against the small... No. It's they have to. Because if they let that small guy slip through the crack because they're like, oh, it doesn't really, you know, like they don't bother us that much, blah, blah, blah. Then somebody else is going to come, make a fortune out of ripping them off. And they're going to be like, well, you let that slide 10 years ago. So there is a precedent. And so we're not going to pay. And that just sucks. And so, yeah, it's it's complicated. Uh, and I don't think they're... On the... I don't think they're that bad. I mean, you know, it's their stuff. They're, they have the right to yeah. protect it. But, yeah. Uh, more stuff on the plus as uh, you've got some battle reports. Yeah, how are those? Uh, which, are those good? Which are... Uh, which is the other day, uh, Mr. Nick Baton from the community team confirmed that he is moving from being a painting presenter to being the battle reports presenter. Which, so he's going to be. Which one? Nick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. The dude with hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched, uh, I've, watched a uh, I've watched a few. And that girl is. Doing the master classes. She's right? doing the master classes. Yeah, she is freaking good. She is very Man. good. She's so freaking good at faces. It blows yep. me away every I mean, time I see. Uh, I'm like, one of holy the first, sh The first week there were two master classes. Yeah. And uh, there was uh, wet blending and doing faces. 
Yeah. And faces were like a 20 minute video and using like 10 paints to get a face done. No, like, she well, is she is good. It I, looks I, good. If you're not following her on Twitter, you should because like yeah, uh, the, it's, she's the, at and probably Sarkhammer, on Sarkhammer on Twitter and Savage yeah. Orc Guy on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I still think so. Um, I was following she, her. She, on, she, she was, did a uh, an old school pink horror that she painted up that looks absolutely insane and then you put black light on it and it's completely different color scheme oh nice <laughs> no i was following her on instagram she's mad as a box of frogs before i even knew she was like a warhammer and everything has she has she been doing that for warhammer for a long time or i don't think um, so huh? she's before she was the the masterclass painter, she was doing um, the like hobby bits yeah, of the, artwork in the yeah. okay in in the books and right. stuff like that, Let's and see. then just doing insane paint jobs on the side. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and so it's I, I don't, always I don't think super she's been, I don't colorful. think she's been like heavy metal. No. No, no, no. Good. It's not their style at all. This is what I was saying. Like, it's yeah. so colorful. When she does orcs and stuff like that, it, they're just, they just pop. They're just yeah. amazing. I think last last week was uh, doing black power armor. Okay. And I haven't watched that yet. All right. Cool. I'm getting behind on the on that. So um, you have also like the app watched, thing, no? I've only watched one of the battle reports because I did yeah. the first week they had an Age of Sigma battle report and an Warhammer 40k battle report. So I was like, I don't care about the 40k one. I'm going to watch the the iOS one. And it it's it's watch a random average uh, battle report on YouTube. It's it's. At the moment, they're nothing special. Yeah, well, it's gonna be hard because there's gonna be there's there's some people have been yeah. doing that for quite a while, and they're just to another level. I think, yeah, probably the first battle reports that were done were done like on 40k. Yeah. You know, so it's it's gonna be hard to get into that market and 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 just stand oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, they, they've got enough money to throw it at that they can. And especially they can like make you, you know, like I don't. You can you can go on YouTube and find it for free, you know. And I'm sure some some people are doing it like as a Patreon or something like this. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that yeah, those you can find those as well. That are gonna be you know like Patreon exclusive or whatever. Uh, but there's a lot of report that you can find that are really good quality, and that's for yeah. free. So I don't think that's an added value for the service itself. I don't see it as being an uh, added value. Bit of the service that I haven't taken advantage of yet is the Vault. So they've got loads of old uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle uh, books and old White Dwarfs. That they've just uploaded yeah, PDFs of. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So that's pretty cool. That those will be something that will need to be picked through carefully because they will have some mm. choice content I can get. What about the app? Because I know, um, like, you have the app already. There but is like, no Warhammer Plus app, technically. No, no, no. There is an app that you get access to with There's your... There's the 40k app. That you get with your thing, with your... That you get with that. And the Age of Sigma app comes out on that in beta tomorrow. Alright, cool. So, yeah. So those are going to be interesting too. I'm guessing if you're... Uh... The 40k app is a year after release, still buggy and broken, apparently. Uh, oh, that sucks. So, uh, we're holding out hope. Well, they might actually, you know, like... Especially if people are paying for a service, they might actually think about putting that yeah, mate, in you're there. Not, you know, like you're not technically some... paying... You're not technically paying for the app because yeah, you, uh, you can, you can get the app without having War, uh, Warhammer Plus, and you can subscribe to the app without having Warhammer Plus. Yeah, it's just if you're subscribed, then you don't have to be subscribed to the other one. Both, yeah. you can just be subscribed to Warhammer Plus and then get yeah. both the apps. So. Right. I hope they'll. I hope they improve it then. If or, uh, if you see me moaning on the well, on the Twitter, <laughs> you'll have seen me moaning about it by the time you watch this episode. <laughs> Loyal viewers. Uh, yeah, that I think that that's it. That that's my what unbiased tried. reporting on Warhammer Plus. Well, yeah. Um. So yeah, well, it's a thing that exists again. Yeah, I think I think you know it. It's just starting, and I think if you're a, yeah. if you are a Warhammer fan already, then it's probably pretty good to have it. I'm not oh, sure yeah. you, if you, you're... you'll get you'll get the the free model at the end of the year. Yeah, that too. Yeah, which one do you? Uh, which one are you gonna go for? I'm going for the Orc Boss. Okay. Because Not for the like game big... system that that is in a game system that I play. All right. Because there's the the other one is like this guy on the 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 Vindicare assassin in the statue with his yeah yeah. It's like it took so me a my, while. My, like the first time I saw that... that model, the first time I saw the model, I'm like, why would you want a big head statue head? And then I saw the guy on top, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but at first, I didn't see the guy on top, and I was like, why would you want a big freaking head? So, one yeah, one of my funny. friends uh, plays orcs in Sigma. Okay. And um, he is stood on slash tearing apart a Stormcast. So I might paint that up for him and just call that a Christmas present or something. Alright. Okay, I need to... Can, uh... I just need to find out what his um, colour scheme is. And then I can do my guy, and he can be have one of his orcs crushing one of my guys. Alright. Come on, give me Atomic Mass game. I need to see... I need to see the back of the mini. 
So yeah, so we ran a little poll, well, two weeks ago now, at least, uh, about basing. And so, how you like to base your miniatures and everything, and you'll, as usual, the thing is going to pop on the screen to show you uh, the poll, but basically, most people are saying they just do a complex base, which is putting some kind of texture, dirt, or something like this. Uh, usually, for me, I use uh, Valero Earth Texture. Uh, you are a crackle paint. <laughs> I think that's your go-to. Um, uh, and so, yeah. Mostly at the moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that was 83% was, like, just people making their own, basically making their own base. And so... I've started to do a lot of miniature with Marvel Crisis Protocol, and they all come with a city street base. So they all have their own base, and and, and a lot of people are rebasing them and everything, and it's and it's fine. But I've not really done that. So. Uh, yeah, so for me, that was kind of like, I don't mind it with Marvel, like the the fact that, yeah, you just, uh, you just have to basically just paint that base and, and you're done. If you want to add some stuff, like they give you those little um, kind of crush can, little water bottle, well, beer bottle, water bottle, whatever, and then those little cups and everything, and you can just paint those and add them to your bases, which I've done for uh, for Lizard. Yeah. And others also have done that for, for others, but Lizard, I've put quite a few in the water and everything. But yeah, so you can do that without any problem. Uh, but yeah, most of them, they come in with the base and the famous discussion of the tactical rock, which has been... An ongoing discussion <laughs> on the on the Facebook and and everywhere about the fact that yeah, they all are s standing on something and usually so they're like oh yeah you need to have your tactical rock and uh, do I have any tactical rocks like nearby? You you guys has to be standing on a on something and so yes. I always I always found that. And they're making such a big deal, and I'm like, well, Games Workshop do it too with a lot of their main character. They tend to have some kind of things like that where they just, uh, so like, yeah, why? Tactical but, staircase. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the big, uh, all right, yeah. And that, that big, uh, lady too, like, she already has a, basically a made base, yeah. Yeah. The base is already She's made. Right like, the column. So if you if you don't want to do a like if you don't even want to do a base, you, you don't have to. It's already there. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of people are doing like Im improving, uh, and we all agree that Ashlyn did a pretty nice job on hers. Uh, mm -hmm. She did a pretty cool base on that. But again, like she used the she used the base of the base. <laughs> Uh, like what was already there and you know like the staircase and all these things and I think that that's kind of where we at right now there's this movement and then there's the 
3D printing base. Uh, and I think that that's... You can buy now cheap base with a lot of details on them uh, on Etsy or places like this. Uh, I know you were talking about who... Um, the people that closed. Um, Secret Weapon. Thank you. I was going to say AK Interactive, but no. Secret Weapon. Um, so talk about those bays. What? Because you, you you were using those bays while well, you yeah, still using um, them. So they, the suppliers for all the bases that I've had for my Iron Warriors, my Horus Heresy army, um, and they are resin cast bases. So they had sob sob sniff sniff. Um, <laughs> A, quite a big range of different themed bases. Yeah, so I was going to say thematic, yeah. In uh, different sizes. So I've actually got down here. Did you buy, did you buy some more when they did their all uh, closing no. and everything? So they, they, didn't have, they weren't doing any more of the, the stuff that I've got wanted. So I've got some um, urban rubble bases okay. that they sent me when I ordered some trench bases, and they sent me these instead. Okay. <laughs> so these are quite rare now, apparently. Oh, nice. If they're not if they're not being made anymore, so uh, well, yeah. They'll probably end up on eBay in a couple of weeks, in a month or so. <laughs> uh, well, well, if you don't use them, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you have no well, use for I've, them, I've, so, yeah. I've got basing plans for all my currently ongoing projects, and okay. those are that's like what was it thirty uh, thirty-two mil bases that I don't have a use for, so mm, yeah. But um, yeah, I've got four or five of their uh, trench work, secret weapon trench work bases in 32 mil left over. Okay. So I bought a pack of ten for use with characters, and I don't have that many characters. So <laughs> if Games Workshop, uh put any more characters out then I've got some spare bases for them but otherwise if uh, I end up getting any large more large bits of uh, army for that particular army I'm going to have to go elsewhere for my trench themed bases mm -hmm. that makes me sad so what do you usually do? Because that you're not; those are th thematic base, but yeah. on a regular basis, what do you? What do you usually? So, do? What's your go-to for the armies that I'm currently painting, which is uh, the Stormcast that I'm currently painting at this precise moment in time, and my secret project. Um, I've got some of the workshop technical slash texture 
uh, pots. So using those. So my, my stormcasts, I'm spraying the whole model once I've built it a, a silver, like mm -hmm. these guys were. And then later on down the line, sticking a healthy coat of uh, the Agrelin Earth Crackle paint on, letting that dry overnight and crack out, which kind of looks something like this. Okay. And then I'm putting some lead belcher over the top of that. So I'm having these guys be from the realm of metal. So in my head, there's like a, 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 a dusting, a, a dusting of like metallic compounds in the soil cool. yeah. that you need to get through and clear out if you're gonna start like farming and putting any sort of agriculture into it. So I'm mm. doing that, and then I'm putting some wash over the top of that just so you can see all the cracks. So cool. that that's my simple, simple, simple stuff. Uh, for the Zeech demons that have been languishing half-finished on my desk for quite some time, I've been doing like a sort of ice theme. Okay. I don't know if you can see ah! through Freaking all the it. dust. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to do the eyes of Spider-Man and it's pissing me off. These are very, very dusty, but All right. that's like that's like a base colour. Um, built up some bits, put some snow texture on there, and then I've tried to paint around it to make it look like it's over a frozen lake, and I haven't quite pulled that off, I don't think. So, well, you can try different techniques. and Yeah. It's why they're half finished, because I'm not happy with it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I've got. Yeah. Well, I, like got I said, some... I have to say that um, I've done a lot of my. Got my trench bases. A couple of my trench bases just ready oh. to go. And actually, uh, a few years ago. At a salute in London. I was going to pick the my trench bases up there, but nobody had any 32mm ones for some bizarre reason. They had some 40 mils, so I've got some 40mm trench bases, which are for like bigger Terminator characters mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's that one. What's this? Spare magnets. <laughs> I found magnets. Woo! Spare magnets. Free magnets. I don't know why they're in there. Or were in there. But free magnets turned up. Uh, Thank you, Universe, for blessing me with magnets. <laughs> so, just a side note. So, I'm trying. I don't know if you've seen this before. Ooh. Tamiya panel line accent to do the to do the lines into 
Mr. Spider-Man's suit because they are recessed mm. and they're supposed to be black. And so this thing is shoes. I should have done that before, which is to look for the Ah I might have to uh, run out cuz um so this is not it's not acrylic based. So it smells really strong and you can get rid of what's sticking out with um white spirit. Yeah. Which will not remove the paint. It's kind of like oil wash. Mm. Like everybody's doing now. Whoa, a little bit too much there. But it's uh it's not oil base, it's another I think it's um I don't know how you call it. Like the old tester paint enamel. But I'm not even sure if that's enamel, I don't think so. But yeah, it's pretty the smell is pretty potent. And I had that for uh, my Gundam when I started doing miniatures. I actually started doing some Gundam, and so that was for doing the yep. panel lines. Oh, it's actually yeah. working. It's actually working uh, pretty uh, well. A lot of the. Uh, but anyways, there's a lot of um, Green Soft World rollers. Uh, yeah, my club are using at the moment. I think. Uh... Well, so that I actually looked also at those, and I actually have not, never tried one or never seen the the actual, uh, the ones for. Uh, Green word, Green Stuff World, but I have a bunch, and I will put a link down below most probably and in the show notes and everything uh there's a lot of people that are doing them 3d printed now mm. and so yeah they're pretty nice detailed and i counted that basically in, it'll take you about five hours to print it on a resin printer and will cost about 60 cents so in resin so i thought that was pretty cool i was like huh, yeah that's pretty good like it's not expensive and it is pretty nice god damn it so i need to find that white spirit and my, my friend uh leanne in my gaming group is uh Currently using the the Green Stuff World rollers to make like, a crap ton of bases for her sisters oh, yeah. of battle. She's got yeah, all you the. Can, I think you can do like a whole bunch of them like pretty quickly. Oh yeah, sure. you can just because yeah. you you just treating it like rolling out like a, a load of dough for like what? making uh, bread so or what something. Does he use as you a... just, what does he use? Does he use a uh, millipot or green stuff? Um, I 
think she's using uh, Milliput. Sorry, she. Milliput. Okay, yeah. Oh, and that's so that's the thing. Is like some people use Milliput, some people use green stuff. Um, yeah. Let me go. I I, I think it's I think she's using Milliput just because of the volume. Need. Yeah, because that uh, green. Uh, I mean, yeah, green stuff can be pricey unless you get that giant those giant rolls. Yeah. Now. Or or she's using I think blue stuff. Just the, the the green stuff world version. Version, yeah. There's also um, das clay. I don't know if that would work on bases. I don't know if you know das. Not heard of it. Uh, so das is basically it's a uh, air drying clay. Right. So you just do your thing and then let it dry and it dries. But it's not like Green Stuff World and all that. It's polymer clay and that will just yeah. harden and be like like resin basically. While the while the the das is not like it's well I think it might it might still be a no the dust is a polymer clay but it doesn't turn into like an actual resin where the the green stuff world and the, the other one the the mini pot will turn into like proper harden so yeah and I think it might be a bit too brittle I don't know I'm just wondering if anyone has tried so because that would be Let interesting to see yeah, let us know in the comments below if you ever tried DAS as a as a basic material. I used to have some DAS, but it kind of you need to close it, put it like the, if you want to store it for a long time, you might want to just vacuum it, like vacuum seal, because it's it it will it will dry, and so yeah, you can you can keep it for a while, but it it will dry, and so it's a bit annoying sometimes. And I think I had to throw it away. I, yeah, I don't think I have it anymore. Well, so my uh, my panel lining actually made it look a little bit darker, which is good. So now I can do the highlights. Actually, didn't need the thing, but yeah. I just redo those. Cool. So yeah, um, 3D. So like I said, 3D printing base. Um, it's starting to be more like a lot of people like to print toppers and I did some toppers for my uh, for those guys so I don't know if you yeah so that's a topper that's a base topper and those were uh, printed on my FDM not even on my resin printer they were printing on my FDM if you do it on the FDM and well we might actually talk about going to 3d printing now and, and talk about so that's a nice segue yeah how to print based on a 3d printer so if you do FDM there is one Sorry about that. 
there is one uh, there is one setting in the FDM that is called ironing. What it does, and I and I done some toppers with and without it, and you can really tell the difference. Um, so the printer does its filament thing, but then on the last layer, it will go over it again slowly with only I think 10% of filament being extruded and slowly and basically just fuses and melts the surface and makes it smooth as possible and I was like eh let me try it last time I did uh, some toppers and the difference is just flagrant I mean it you can <laughs> As it's day and night one looks super smooth and then the other one you can see the lines because and it will make the lines a lot closer to each other mm. so that when they melt and everything that you cannot tell and so and I think that it's a must use when you do your your bases or toppers now yeah because you want a nice flat surface to glue your models onto well, no, and, 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 and like you can tell on this one. And, and, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, you, you, can you, you see, don't want the you don't want the print lines either. But You can see the print line on this. Like this is a zombie. It's supposed to be an enemy, so I, I didn't really care. I ended up spending way too much time filling those freaking lines on the other models using my uh, 3D Prime, which is a filler that you use with the airbrush and everything no so do this it's gonna it, it makes it just so much quicker and such like just so easier so so much easier uh, now if you're doing a base that is resin with a resin printer and I will take one of mine out so and this one still has it a little bit, but what happens is when you print it flat, there is something called the elephant foot. And so what happens is the first few layers that you do on a on a resin printer are exposed way longer than like two seconds for the normal layers. The first few layers that you do are 30 seconds and what happens when they when it does this is that it starts bleeding out and so what you want to print and what you actually print it is a lot bigger so there is a technique and and this is uh, and I'll put the link to the videos of the, the guy that's doing it uh, to basically remove the elephant foot what you do is you put you put a wedge underneath the base that is smaller and that goes up like it's if you can see on the camera like yeah it's a wedge like this so that the first few layers that you print that is your elephant foot will actually bleed to the same length as your actual base and then they won't show up like this one you can tell and because it's gonna be super close on the thing that it still has it a little bit but compared to what it usually would be 
those are perfect for me because I can just like send that a little bit and it's fine. And so that's one of the techniques because some people print them 90 degrees, some people print them 45 degrees and everything. But when you do this, then you got all the supports that does like dimples and stuff on the bottom. And I probably have a base somewhere that has those because I've tried a few different techniques. But that for me, that's the way to go. And so you need to know when you design them, and this is the thing, when I designed those, I made it so that the bottom wedge is four layers high, each layer being 0.04 millimeter. And so I actually designed it to be that way so that in my settings, when I go and I say the first layers, I want four layers, and all my layers are gonna be 0.04, so that it exactly matches that elephant foot. But that's a big, like, that's one of the big thing when printing. And I think that I don't like them printed, when you start printing them 45 degrees and all this, it just, it's annoying because you get all those pits and bumps and stuff from, from the support. And, and you can do whatever you want, you're still going to get those. And so, yeah, it it's... For me, that's the easiest way to do it. Now, the problem is you cannot sell or you cannot produce, like you cannot send some someone this and be like, here you go, print it flat. You're going to have to say, you need to print it at 0.04 layer high and you need to have four initial layers or it's not going to work. And that's the problem is like, you can, you cannot just be like, hey, here's the, here's the, base and just print it yourself so the video I'll put the guy actually goes into explaining how to take a file of someone that has like a base and then add a wage underneath it how to do it and everything in in one software that I don't know I'm don't I don't use but so yeah I still not a I wish everybody would do this <laughs> and be like hey this is how I designed it. If you want to get the good result, this is what you need to do. Print it flat. This is your layer height. This is your thing. Do that. And so, and I think that if, yeah, if, if everybody was doing that, then, then that would be easier. But yeah, it's... It. So anyway, so that was my, my take on, on 3D printing bases. Uh, now other 3d printing things that i've tried i've tried so it's called stl vault and i've seen it in another group uh, that that i'm part of on on discord and basically it you tell him what folder to watch basically and every stl that you put in there will be put in your library where you can see a little representation of what it is and the name of it and then you can organize them in collection and everything and I thought that was really cool because I have tons of STLs pretty much everywhere and I need to install it in the computer downstairs which I haven't worked on in a long time so because I need to stay upstairs and everything well anyways uh, and so yeah a pretty nice program if you want to check it out again I'll put a link it's free uh, I think there is a paid version that's got more option and everything, but again, uh, most people, the free version is plenty enough. 
There's no need to. There's no need to try to get the pro version. I mean, there's not a lot of software that I would recommend getting the pro version, anyways. But so that was pretty nice. Uh, and then the last things that I wanted to talk about was Corvus Game Terrain, which uh, I've bought a lot of terrain from for Marvel Crisis Protocol and other. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of urban things. He's got some 40k, some Necromunda, some, well, you know, like things that can be used for a lot of different games. And so he launched a Kickstarter, which is still going on because uh, it was a month, so it's still going on for a travel paint kit that you print yourself and that has different layers that you can stack and give you uh so one will have brushes and paints another one will have a wet palette another one will have place to put miniatures and so on and so we we talked uh episode three i think it was about painting when you're super busy and we talked a little bit about travel and traveling with you know, like you were saying, when you're going to your uh, karate camps and stuff like that. And so, yeah, this is pretty much the solution. If you have a 3D printer, FDM, because it's it, you don't want to print that in resin, it's, there's no point. But if you have an FDM printer, that's definitely or something... Or know somebody who does. Oh, no, somebody who does. That's definitely somebody. Uh, something that you might want to check look into uh i think the entire it's like 15 pounds for all the files and they've unlocked already with the with the all the and then i think it's like 45 if you want the license to be able to print them and sell them or something like this but yeah so uh you can you can check it out Again, the link's gonna be below. There's still gonna be plenty of time to uh, to do it, but I think like yeah, it's it's he his prints, his fonts have always been really good. They're um, super easy to print. I never had any failure. I don't think I ever did on any of his models. So it's definitely something that uh, if you're gonna be traveling or if you're looking for something that. You know, again, if you want to paint in front of the TV and and stuff like that, and you want to have something that you can carry you around, you travel a lot for work. Yeah, or you travel a lot for work. Yeah, that's definitely or something. Or you just travel you a lot. Wanna... Yeah, you want to check it's it out. Something that people are starting to be allowed to do now. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're going on vacation, still, well, you might not receive it. Well. He's saying pretty much two weeks after the end of the of the Kickstarter is when the it's gonna be available. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So I thought I thought that was pretty cool. So I'll, again, I'll put I'll put the link below um, on that. And so yeah. So um, now he partner into. And look at that segue. Two thin coats. 
which is one of the news that we want to talk about and I'm gonna let Mr. Liam talk about that so um, in the news Mr. Duncan just scroll Rose down. I need to scroll down scroll scroll faster well uh, no that's past that okay cool right um, Duncan Rhodes yeah Mr. Duncan Rhodes formerly of Warhammer TV currently of Mr. Duncan Rose Painting Studio, the Painting Academy. Um, and which he, is got famous catchphrases. Senior paint, dirty goat. <laughs> so, yeah. It's his, his Kickstarter for his own range of paints has gone up. There's, what was it, 60 something paints in arranged yes, in triads? 60, 60 paints. And washes, uh, 48, 48 paints, six washes, and the rest metallics. I think, yeah, something like that. So yeah. So he's got a light one. He's got a mid tone. He's got a dark one. And yeah, it's all in triad. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it it's been like they've properly worked out how they're gonna. sell these paints to you and yeah well, well it's, well, it's, it's from really from what some people have said uh some of the way they're selling these paints to you is because it's got duncan's name on it um, oh of course yeah so we'll see uh yeah when, when we were talking about this uh on on our discords we were like well it's probably going to be like some testimonials from people using them. They haven't shown up yet, as far as I can see. No, so... it's only been him uh, showing painting stuff with it and showing models that have been painted with those colors. But uh, I've backed it up. Yeah. I I like the triad. This is something that I'm missing for uh, my Valero paints. Mm. I've looked at his videos. I think the paints are a good consistency. Uh, and so, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll see. But so far, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping my... I'm a little bit disappointed in the pledge. Uh, in the... Sorry, in the stretch the goals. The stretch yeah. Goals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... They were kind of. I'm like, mm. minis. I don't care about minis. I'm, I want paints. Like, just give me more paints. You can have some you know, dumb-looking like... agitators. Oh yeah, no, well, those were fun, kind of. But yeah, now for me, the 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 thing is, just 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 give me paints. Just give me more paints. I I don't really care. Just uh, add another bottle or two of our choice you know like hey you know what 60 paints plus now you get so they added like some uh effect blood effect or whatever and i'm like yeah that's fine but just give me extra paints you know like uh black i'll, I'll take another black because i know that that's probably the one that's gonna go first yeah and so yeah it's uh 
like give me stuff like that that that's i would would have been a little bit more happier about the whole thing like just give me more paints but other than that like i said he knows his paint uh yeah hopefully and so a lot of people not like it's funny because i've not heard necessarily people being like oh the paint quality might not be up to snuff basically <laughs> mm -hmm. uh no people are more like yeah you know what what are gonna be the distribution of those paints yeah. are we gonna be able to find those paints later on are we gonna are you gonna be able to restock your paints once the kickstarter is over like a lot of people are hoping it's not just a kickstarter kind yeah, of exclusive uh, there is no retailer pledge yeah so if they keep selling them on their web store then that's fine i mean look at uh pro pro acryl i don't think they have any retail of pro acryl paints you can you buy them on their website and that's pretty much where you find them so yeah yeah i'm not sure so if they continue distribution from their website then that's fine uh transatlantic games or whatever the yeah the people are actually making yeah. the that people are actually making the paint yeah so if that's the case then that's fine but that's that's what most people are concerned about is that you will have a you will have your paint range you will have probably one or two paint that are just gonna be awesome because that's usually what you have uh some are gonna be good and some are gonna be awesome and those awesome paints are gonna be the ones that everybody's gonna want or that you're gonna run out of quickly and then you're gonna want to restock and then you're gonna be stuck and be like hey i don't have that paint anymore so yeah we'll see but if i think that it worked well enough that they can extend the range without any yeah. problem i mean they've reached millions already i think they passed the million pounds i believe so yeah <laughs> that's plenty enough to to uh found 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 to give money <laughs> to put money into research and development like into new paints and everything and and so yeah i'm not saying they're gonna make contrast paint i don't really care if they do but if they extend the 60 to another like 30 or you know like that would be another 10 triad of colors and so for those who don't know triads are basically you get your shade your mid-tone and your highlights and they're like three colors that are gonna be next to each other and you're gonna be like okay I'm gonna paint first I'm gonna use my shadow and then I'm gonna use my mid-tone to highlights and then I'm gonna do my highlights just at the tiny bit or you can do mid-tone shade the darker areas and then do the highlights it depends on how people paint and and but it gives you you don't have to look and be like okay let me mix 
and this is my problem is like sometimes I'm gonna mix paint and then you don't you can never do the same mix again so if you're not done with your highlights when you've done your mix to get your highlight colors you're screwed you're not gonna get any like you, you're not gonna be able to redo the same one and and I've kept I've kept paint in my wet palette not to reuse it but to have whatever highlight I had before so that I can do a, a highlight that's gonna be one step above it but I can never redo the same one but I'm like I've done with that specific highlight now let me move into doing another highlight which is gonna be higher highlight and so on and so forth but it's a pain when you have a triad, you don't worry about it. Hey, what did I do last time? Oh, I did the mid-tone. Okay, let me grab the highlight color. Boom, you're done. And so I think that's pretty appealing. And I know that uh, Army Painter, they do it. But I am not a fan of Army Painter. I do not like their paint, so yeah. Yeah, so that's... That's uh, the news. What all the news do, do you, you want have? me to do the rest of my news? Oh, go Give for your it. Give yeah. voice a break for a bit. <laughs> go for it. Because you've got a lot of stuff on yours. Yep. Well, yeah, there right. was, it was supposed to be only uh, uh, what I thought was going to be, but then the event actually happened, so... <laughs> Right, so, no, so I've got two bits on my news. So I'm going to do the short bit first while I finish using the paint on my palette. Uh, so we have a workshop community article went up. I think it was, it was either last night or this morning. Uh basically confirming that they'll be at Gen Con. Uh, and they're doing an announcement, correct? In a few weeks. And as they normally do, because Gen Con's a trade show where you do big announcements like this, uh, they're having a, a preview event. And that is pr most probably going to be Either, yeah, it's it's going to be like a, a Warhammer community article live blog thing that they will update as stuff happens on the show floor, quote-unquote show floor. I don't know how much of that event's going to be virtual. Oh, do you uh, think you're going to broadcast it? Like they did all I, the previous I one, or? don't know. Or because it's live, they it. won't... So that the people all on, it, on it, site it's will probably uh... it's probably just going to be like a, a live update blog on the, uh, the community website. That would suck because they were getting like what thirty five thousand people on their yeah broadcast. I mean, it was nuts. No, but th this is going to be like on location, so they won't have yeah. like the setup oh, there. They've got to ship all that stuff over. Um, so they've got six, six games that they're uh, 
announcing stuff for. Okay. So you've got 40k, which is the big one, obviously. What um, do you think they're going to announce? I reckon it will be based on the rumor engine picks that we've had from Borheimer community over the last few weeks and months. Uh-huh. Something Chaos Space Marine flavoured. Okay. Is my particular guess. Um, a lot of those preview images have looked on aesthetic for Chaos Space Marines. Okay, um, cool. The rumor mill for a while has been going. Oh, so that would be for getting... ninth edition, correct? That would be ninth edition, forty k. Okay, cool. So the the rumor mill is like that'll either be uh, world eaters or emperor's children. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm not super into forty k at the moment, so. Crack on with yeah, that. I'll be fine. Horus Heresy, right? Yeah. Horus Heresy is, is my sci-fi fix at this current point in time. Uh, other stuff. Uh, they've got some Warhammer Underworld stuff to announce. So that's uh, Shadespire and the likes, right? That's Shadespire, Beastgrave, and Diachasm are the, the seasons. So there, there. You think it's a new season then? It's probably going to be a new season. Um, Any idea? Whether... As, as, as far as the models go, um, I don't actually play Underworlds, but I've picked the models up because they are nice models, and you, I, yeah, swap them in for like unit champions and just like interest models. Yeah, the like the that. vampires they had were pretty cool. Oh yeah, I think the the vampires were one of the most sold underworld sets because yeah. they were very interesting looking vampire lord models, as opposed to the the actual vampire lord that they sell separately, which is the one with the, the hair with the bats in it. Yeah. Uh, which my brother <laughs> has done a painting video on. If you go subscribe to Super Prototype on YouTube. Um, cool. So there was a preview. For Underworlds this week, yesterday, this morning, okay. time, um, where they revealed a model from an upcoming warband. That's an okay. Etherwing. So, oh, is that, that the birdie? Me, it's the little birdie. So that has me thinking that one of the upcoming uh, warbands was going to be um, some new Stormcast. Cool. That's probably going to be like this kind of armor like the slim down armor sort of stuff so you're gonna pick that one up so i'll pick that one up <laughs> just 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 to have it because it'll probably look nice and I because can... stormcast I did like the stormcast uh there's also going to be some blood bowl and some necromunda all right any of and... those will be a new edition of the game or uh no there's probably going to be two or three new Blood Bowl teams. Okay. Um, there'll be the next couple of supplements for Necromunda. 
possibly some um, models for uh, some of the, the, the factions that they're exploring with that. Uh, they've got the Kill Team logo on there. So the speculation in my gaming group is that they'll be putting out uh, specific Kill Team New boxes box. yeah. in, in the way that they put out uh, when Walker Eye came out, like the Corvus Cabal and the Iron Golems and the blah, blah, blah. Just yeah. so you can, so you've got a kill team ready to go off the shelf. Yeah, box specific. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. And the sixth one was Warcry. Okay. Excuse New edition. Ugh. That's. I hope that's not a new edition. When was the last one? When was the f well the first one? Um, I should say because there was the only first one, so one was two years, three years ago. ago. Yeah, so that's a new one, isn't that their cycle? Is three years? Catacombs came out last year, which was less of a new edition, more of a like a, 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 a like an update sideways expansion yeah. type thing. So, I hope it's not a new edition. Because I've just tricked one of my friends into buying all the books for it. Oh. That would suck. If it is a new edition. Uh, sorry, Alex. <laughs> Oops. Well, yeah, and that's the... Yeah, we're not going to get into GW. The, the, the edition mill, yeah. Well, three, and, years is a, three years is a long time still, but yeah, it's not. And the the last bit of news that I've got is um, a ki an upcoming Kickstarter for some 3D prints uh, called Roma Ad Astra. So there's this guy who I back to kickstarter for last january time beginning of last year okay excuse me uh called um lunar auxilia which was uh, a range of totally not um rip off of gw it's, it's not it's not a rip off it's an extension but um, it's 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 an expansion it into it leaned, a alternative sculpt. No, it, 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 it's not a legally distinct sculpt. It, it's a, a lean on the themes of. Um, so, in the Horus Heresy, there is an army called the Solar Auxilia, which is sort of um, the precursor to the the Imperial Guard, in that that's like humanity's like elite mortal warriors and the armies okay. of, of that they've sort of got like this steampunky napoleonic kind of vibe going on about them and okay. they've got like breastplates and laser rifles and that sort of thing all right cool uh, yeah. so the the lunar auxilia were sort of like the the chaos version of those so okay. they had like um like the chaos star 
etched into their breastplate and they had like big roughed collars and blank face plates with big goggles on and that looked really cool so i backed that and i've never printed anything from it um because <laughs> i don't own a printer um i'll print and send it to you well there are people on this side of the uh the atlantic that i know who have got a printer so <laughs> thanks yeah, for the offer but I figured it would the be shipping. easier, <laughs> especially shipping. freaking shipping lately. Jesus. So um, his next Kickstarter is Roma ad Astra, which is um, Rome from the stars. Uh, so there's a whole load of pictures floating about the screen now that I've put in the, the show notes that JG is going to have. <laughs> yep. But that, there's yeah, that's fine. Shit, I've that's put it. shit tons of pictures in the show notes um so this is basically um, and there would be a link to the well is the is the yes, kickstarter I, I, ongoing or kickstarter isn't live yet um i've got the link is there here a place for, to i've got uh, a link here for the guy's twitter it's twitter.com slash that evil one uh, is there a page also... where you can uh sign and say hey when it's live give me a yes. shout yeah, kickstarter.com slash projects slash that evil one slash aroma dash ad dash astra uh, patreon.com slash that evil one as well for all of the stuff he does when he's not doing entire armies um, right, cool. but this is uh, Roman inspired drop troops so they've all got like little backpacks with grav shoots on. So they're they're designed to be uh, airborne, cool. airborne infantry. So there's um, in the order that I've got the pictures up on the show notes, we've got um, standard infantry squad, got a standard infantry squad with medics. So there's a a, a guy. That he sculpted uh, as a medic, dragging a, a wounded soldier away. Uh, that's a second unit of regular guys, command group. So they've got all the, like the, the wolf pelt over the top, and they've got the signifier. Um, you know, I saw the sculpt; they're pretty cool. Discipline cadre. So they've got big sticks to hit you with. Uh, can't remember what those guys are. I think that's that's just more standard dudes or command squad dudes. Uh, more regular troopers. Uh, they, they've got some ogrins. So it's like the, the big giant ogres that are dressed up like gladiators with still like the, the presidium shields. And uh, two person weapon teams. So. Couple of guys with some basically Piat launchers. Cool. And uh, the yeah, other do. other news, because I've just scrolled really to the like bottom and find that I've written some other stuff on here. Um, last Saturday we got the the pre order finally for the Stormcast book and the new uh, Orc Warclans book and the first couple of kits from that. So there's I've got, a, there's uh, some new models, no? Also, I've seen. 
I've got a Knight Judicator and uh, a Chariot on the way with the book. Um, at the same time as that, they also put up um, East Brew that was in the second edition starter box for the Lord Arcanum on Griff Charger, which also comes with a squad leader for a different unit in. So they're like, yeah, you can get this Evocator Prime as well. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then this Saturday coming, so tomorrow, if this comes out on Friday. If. <laughs> I will try. Uh, will be if you're the... seeing this on Friday, then I succeeded. If you don't see it on Friday, sorry about that. The, the second wave of the Orc stuff is going up on Saturday. I think that's basically the rest of the new releases for the, the Orcs, which hopefully means that the rest of the Stormcast stuff, fingers crossed, will be Saturday after well. that. That's okay. So cool. I've got a week to paint a chariot and a dude with a giant bow. Uh, when is the chariot coming then? Saturday. You already ordered it? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, cool. I got up at 10 o'clock like a good boy on Saturday <laughs> and hit the pre-order button. And uh, I've got a friend who's ordered all the, the new Orc stuff Ooh, as well. I don't like that. And, uh, I don't like that. Cool. Got some people coming down to club on Sunday and we're going to have a new book off. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Alright. And then then we've got your stuff. So we had uh, the mini stravaganza from Atomic Mass Games. Yeah. So we've got a load of stuff here about what is planned to be going on, but this was in the past. So we now know what that is. Yeah, because at first I was like, alright, so every day they were showing something like, oh, this day is going to be this, this day is going to be that. And so I was like, well... You know, like, like, let me, let me, you know, kind of say, hey, you know what, I think that is going to be this, that is going to be that, and so on. But now that we actually have <laughs> the we get to play the, Ragenza, we get, we get to play the, uh, were JG's predictions right? Asterisk. JG didn't actually tell anybody what his predictions were. So he can just <laughs> say he was right. Oh, no, I was completely we, no, right we, on we, all okay. of it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm Nostradamus. I, I knew for sure what they were. I got, you know, my people inside and all this. And so, yeah, I know, it, it was easy. <laughs> well, so they did... So the Mini Stravaganza, for those who don't know, uh, they did the first one a while back. And that was only... Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol because at the time I think they were only yeah doing I think Marvel. that's before I think that's before they uh, joined up with yeah I believe FFG. so uh, and so usually what they do is they go through you know like what's coming what's in the pipeline uh, they do some painting tutorials for some of the stuff and so yeah so this this uh, time 
because I'm not going to see this here, because I think it's the second one this year anyway. So, uh, their entire thing was the welcome, then they do panel to play, and so panel to play, they usually go through the design process of the character and of the cards and the powers and things like this. So, they did the Hulkbuster and Miss Marvel, which were announced, and I I'm going to say that they were announced before we did the recording, this recording, in between the two recording. I think they were, no, 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 episode six, we talked about it, I think. Yeah. But anyway, so we knew about Hulkbuster and Miss Marvel, so they just went over like the design process and so on. That So Hulkbuster, if you haven't seen it, looks like, He's huge, and it looks like no, you know, like it, it's just holding by the little puff of smoke that's coming out of the base, and so you might think that it might topple over <laughs> very easily, but actually, uh, it's pretty empty. So the model itself is just a shell, so it is very light, and so it actually doesn't topple over that easily. So. They've, they were talking kind of like how they got into design process and all that. Then after that, they talk about Star Wars Legion, and the thing was Into the Underworld. And so Into the Underworld, everybody was like, well, it's going to be the syndicate, it's going to be, you know, like the criminal syndicate, it's going to be uh, things like this. And so people were right. Basically, they announced uh, a starter. Well, they don't call it a starter. I don't remember what they call it. A command set, I think they call it now. So it's not a starter set, which is, you know, the starter box, which is two factions. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be one faction, kind of like the boxes for Warhammer. You Start know, they do those. Boxes. Yeah. Well, kind of uh, maybe less than that. The the other ones, the com I, I think they're called command boxes also, no? Like, you can get the army, like, part of an army or something. Well, anyways. So, kind of the same uh, the idea. The 40k ones are called Combat Patrols. The, the combat ADC Patrols, here we go. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So... Basically the same thing. Same, okay. So, kind of like, they're, they're looking like they're going to do something like this. So, they announced, like, they showed the Pikes, I think. Uh, or some uh, one of the faction that they were showing. Uh, they showed Darth Maul. Which is the version when he takes over the Mandalorians. So they showed the Mandalorians as well, but the Mandalorians in the Star Wars Clone Wars TV show, when he takes over them in like fifth, I think it's fifth season. I'm rewatching them right now, so and I and I'm about to that level where he takes over the Syndicate and he takes over all the underworld and and just grabs all the armies from the Hut and the the Black Suns and all these those different factions. And so all those will be available and they're they hid the actual faction that they were it's all was saying redacted, but I believe and, and a lot of people are saying the same that first of all they're gonna be mercenaries, so they're gonna be able to be added to any other faction. Or you're gonna be able to make one big faction of underworld and just take the huts, the pikes, the blah blah and so on and put that into one faction. Kind of like the scum and villainy in X-Wing. X-Wing kind of thing. 
Then uh, they did some painting. Then Star Wars X-Wing, this is the way. So of course, that was pretty easy. The Razor Crest is coming. Pretty nice model, all shiny metal looking. So pretty cool. I think it looks really nice. Uh, and they showed a few cards and everything. I'm not being into X-Wing, so I not don't know. <laughs> I played uh, a lot of the first edition. But I've, I've, I've not played any since the edition yeah. dropped over. So then they do Tactical Rocks 101. <laughs> so they're playing on this as well. But they were showing like how to do basing and, and with like, you know, like terrains and stuff and rubbles and, and this, uh, stuff like this. Uh, painting armor. So priming metal, painting on top of metal with transparent colors, blah, 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 to show the metal. Like kind of like what I did on. War Machine, and so yeah, yeah, exactly what you're doing on those guys, too. Yeah, uh, so then they did Star Wars Painting Project, which was some of those guys. Uh, all right, then they talked about a new product, and I don't know if we talked about that one, uh, which is called Rival Panels. And so the rival panels are the MCP new thing where uh, you've got two enemies basically. So the new one is Dr. Octavius or Doc Ock and Spider-Man. And they are basically in a little diorama fighting each other. And the more you look at the diorama, the more you can see stuff. And you can and and the whole thing tells a story and it's just amazing. And the thing is, so there's two placement for the minis in their base, but then you can remove those, and those are now alternative sculpt of the initial starter box. So this guy is the amazing Spider-Man, the one that I painted today. The other one was just Spider-Man. And the new one is also just Spider-Man. And you will get the same card that was in the original box. So the, the, the card itself for the character as a foil character. As a foil card, sorry. So, and the same for Doc Ock. The version in the core box it's pretty static. This one is very dynamic. Again, because they know how to do better stuff. But and, and then you got a massive piece of terrain behind it that holds the two characters. And those are just like... It, it, it looks super cool. And the more you look at it, you can see that he's holding a beam in one in one of his claw. And you see a beam already went through, the, through one of the pillar. And you can see that there's like webs already like... Spider-Man shoots some web to that the whole thing doesn't collapse and and I mean it's really dynamic it really tells the story and it's just super cool. Uh, all my Marvel Crisis Protocol I get them through uh, Team Covenant and it's a subscription so I don't even bother they just send it to me when it's ready and it's, when it's available especially now with like you see some models that are already available in. Uh, Australia and Europe and they're still not here so in the US so I don't want to bother <laughs> so I do the subscription and they started a new subscription for rival packs now 
and this is I wrote a few of there underneath there things that I'd like to see <laughs> as a rival pack. I'd like to see the Captain America Winter Soldier Iron Man fight when they're in that tunnel. Mm. And you know, like he's shooting the beam and the other the Captain America is has the shield and like and they are all three of them fighting. I would like to see that. Um Captain America Red Skull uh with like, you know, the explosion and everything when they're on the the thing. Uh Hulk and Hulkbuster now because they both of them here, but those one since Hulkbuster just came out, that will probably be way down the line. Uh, Thor versus Hela or Loki or others, Star Lord and Ronan or um, even like more of the uh, those characters together, you know, like the the Guardians of the Galaxy against someone something. Not sure. Uh, Black Panther, Killmonger fighting. Maybe in the suits or not. That would I don't know, but yeah, that would be a cool one. Daredevil against Kingpin. You know, it's like they can do a lot of pairings. Uh, you got uh, another Spider-Man they could do would be against Green Goblin. Uh, I mean, you've got tons that you could do. The, the bunch of the X-Men you could do as well. So yeah, super interesting. Cannot wait to see where they're going with it because I think like the terrain piece that they are on for display is just gorgeous. So I really want to I mean, see. I, I, I know that there's a lot of people who are just buying these to paint them. <laughs> so <laughs> Me, the, fact basically. That they, the, the fact that they've gone, hmm. Yeah. We could just oh, no, sell yeah. people dioramas. Oh yeah. And, and again, that's, like that's, the, that's, that's smart. They're getting so much better with their models, and they're going back to the you know like they. So now Spider Man will have freak three version, four version, because you got the Amazing Spider Man, you got Miles Morales, the regular Spider Man, and now you're gonna have an alternate sculpt of the original Spider Man, basically. But they can do Captain America multiple different things, you know, like different uh, yeah. uh, suits. But again, they can just do the original one, but in a fight against Red Skull with just a more dynamic pose than just sitting with his shield, ready to throw his shield. You know, like, you can see how much better they've gotten. I mean, if you look at, the, again, if you look at the new Spider-Man and the original one, I was like, there's a big difference. And I think that they understand that, uh, that people want to go back to the original, and especially, and, and we'll talk about this, Like, but they've, they're updating the cars, they're updating some of the characters and all this, so it's really important, like, it's really interesting. Did you just lose? I, th I think my camera just worked. Your camera just died. Well, I'm going to go quickly over the rest. Uh... The new Marvel Crisis Protocol that they announced is X-Men. Yeah. So you got uh, Juggernaut, Rogue and Gambit, Colossus, and Magic. I had to actually look her up. I didn't know Magic. Uh, I think um, she is in the New Mutants film. 
Oh, that might be why. <laughs> but and, and as I, yeah. I think you 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 put the, those pictures up on the the Discord, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's the, she the she's the one is... with the, the big sword. Yeah, and she transports yeah. in and out of like uh, she does portals and she can transport yeah. out of them and all this. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, super interesting. Then they show the Tyrion piece, which is a crash sentinel, which means that at some point they might actually do a freaking sentinel that everybody's waiting for, which is going to be that big, isn't it? Freaking... Well, it's going to be, I think it's going to be like Dormammu size kind of thing. Like, yeah. They, some people have, have printed them, uh, 100 and, they're saying 115 millimeters tall. So that's not too bad. But yeah, I think you can go bigger than that. Like yeah, you can do a pretty nice big model. Uh, they shown a blackbird in a video. A guy's holding a blackbird, but it's not there. So I'm wondering where <laughs> where that when when that's gonna come in. Uh, what else? So Legion has had a lot of point changes. Uh, it looks like they're updating some of the cards like, uh, what's his name, uh, Darth Vader's and things like this. So they also hinted at Ewoks. They've changed, well, which will go with the new style of box that you just came out, which is kind of mercenaries that you can either be by themselves or into different factions without actually being of a f faction like they could they could be in the galactic empire they could be in the i mean like it doesn't really matter uh, so yeah it kind of you know like if you go clone wars they could be there if you go the new hope and everything they're there again but they're different factions and and so they they could be they could be filled into a multiple factions. Let's just put it that way. Uh, they've also hinted at changing how you pick scenarios and things like this because they realize that a lot of people are metagaming when they do that. That they know exactly what to not pick and pick because what will fit their armies and their list more. So uh, some changes around that so that it's less predictive, which I think is a good thing. Uh, and then, yeah, so, again, not too sure I don't play Legion, so I'm not 100% sure. I haven't listened to uh, The Fifth Trooper or uh, those podcasts in a long time, so I don't know what the all the new stuff is. But MCP, which I know a little bit more, so they are updating, they are changing the cards from portrait to landscape which a lot of people are pissed off about and uh, they're making them so that they can do multiple languages and so they want to do English Spanish French German uh, and I don't know I think that's it but anyways so they are changing the format of the cards and while doing this, they're also updating a lot of the powers and the things that are on the cards and to basically nerf some characters and make characters that were done way back in the beginning relevant again with the new meta. 
So everybody is exciting about Hulk because all of a sudden Hulk now is again viable because Hulk was awesome when he came out and then Killmonger came out and then Hulk was just gone because you could basically kill him in one turn which doesn't make any sense for something like Hulk or you stun him and his turn would be over because he could not do a lot of things because he was stunned so now he's immune to stun and he you can reroll some of the dice when you defend and you're negating some of the damage that you get and so on and so forth and now like everybody's like oh yeah Hulk is back and now he's a proper you know like so again uh, they're also updating the rules you can take more cards and all these things so yeah it, it all in all I think really positive a lot of people again are complaining about the cards themselves saying that they're less appealing and less artistic than they used to be uh, when they were in portrait mode because now there's a giant white block of text which for people like me that needs glasses not to read <laughs> is actually better uh, and the font is a lot bigger too so I think that that makes it a lot easier for um, a lot of people but yeah for Age of Sigma we've got uh, War Scroll cards yeah so like all the rules for your unit you can buy a pack of cards for your army that'll have like a card for each of the individual units on they used to come portrait yeah which was, you know, was all right, but if you had like a lot of rules, it was in teeny tiny Istrano text, or if you didn't have a lot of rules, it was that much of the page, and you had like that much card of blank space. Yeah. yeah. And then second edition, they went, we're turning them sideways, and if yeah. you've got lots of text, it's now fold out, so you can actually read it, and everybody went, yes. Well, yeah, and, and a, a lot of people are complaining about what MCP is doing, but I think it's it's good. And again, uh, uh, for a lot of people that have issues reading and, and all this, I think it makes it easier too. I'll put I'll put a comparison of the two on the on the screen. I'll, I'll try to have the uh, the old one and the new one to see the difference. And I think yeah, it, again we'll we'll see how they how they do it, but. Uh, I think they might be able to do the, the, the white a little bit more transparent and that would just make it easy. But let's, again, let's contrast, so I'm not sure. But anyway, so yeah, Ministry of Agansa, I think was, was really good. A lot of things, uh, they announced a lot of things. They And I think that, yeah, a lot of people were happy. I don't know too much about Legion. I will need to see... Uh, and again, I listened to a couple of podcasts. Uh, there is the so the fifth trooper is one, and the other one is the something scoundrel. I don't remember. Uh, but it, those are the two that I was listening before when I was starting to when I was interesting in Legion. I've I've listened to more to a couple of of them once in a while. I just listened to it, but yeah. Uh, other than that, that's well. That's my news. Uh, I've put Skullforge Studio. They launched their Patreon. I've, I've talked about them uh, before. They do alternative skull sculpt for uh, Star Wars and and uh, MCP. So well, Marvel in general. So yeah, could be interesting if you if you want to take a look at those. 
yeah, that's about it. So, how did you guys go today? So, how's I your will, guy looking? I will take a picture and I'll stick it in the dis in, in like the the private chat on the Discord, so you can <laughs> so pop can that up. Pop it on the screen. But everybody's yeah. blue, and really the leader, the standard bearer, and one of the dudes have got their gold on. So. Starting to look good. Alright. Cool. Well, I'm really happy with my Spider-Man. It's starting to look pretty good. I've done a little bit of highlights on the red and on the blue. And some shadow. And it's looking good. Really happy. Need to work on the eyes maybe a little bit more. But other than that, pretty good. Not much, when you consider it, uh, for almost, well, two hours of painting. It's just one yeah. dude, but... It's going to be a long good. one again. Yeah. As soon as I'm done with him, the rest... Well, oh, you mean the episode. I thought you mean yeah. my painting. Yeah, the episode is going to be long. Sorry. If you if you made it that far, thank you. Again, uh, like, subscribe, blah, 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 all this stuff. Leave us uh, comments. Follow yeah, comments, questions. Follow us on Insta. Twitter. Uh, Instagram will have all the pictures. I try to put all the pictures of the... Uh, so that people that listen to it on a podcast can go and, and look on Instagram and see all the stuff if you're, don't, if you're not a YouTube fan. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Liam, again. Any final uh, words of wisdom? Keep, keep, keep hobbing. <laughs> hammers <laughs> well yeah you're all about your stormcast oh spears at Sorry. the moment shield wall oh, spears yeah pokey pokey shield spears <laughs> i don't uh, i do have a couple that have spears in of my guys yeah <laughs> all right well uh again thank you everybody for uh, listening to us ranting for two hours and uh hope you enjoyed if you have any questions Please send, there is a link below, there is an email, thehobbystreakers at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to uh, answer your question and uh, we'll join the Discord, Twitter. join the Twitter, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, nice. Hopefully I can get that out on, uh, on uh, Friday. I will uh, get my stuff ready to uh, pick up my kid and uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye. This has been an episode of The Hobby Streakers. If you're following us on YouTube, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and don't forget to ring that bell for any future episode. If you're following us on a podcast, please leave a positive review. Thank you, and don't forget to keep that hobby streak going.